Welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we're focusing on ways the school looks forward to the future and leads the sector. One exciting development for us is the opening of our sister schools in the Middle East. In this episode, our host, Simon Jones, speaks to Maria Akhtar, Director of Global Partnerships, Adele O'Doherty, Principal, Downhouse Riyadh, and pupils Molly and Ruby, both in the upper sixth at Downhouse UK. So here we are. I've been really looking forward to this episode because we've got a number of people coming from different places in the world as well. We've got Maria Akhtar, we've got Adele O'Doherty coming to us from Riyadh, but we've also got Molly and Ruby. We're going to be speaking to everyone on this podcast episode. But first of all, starting off with Maria. Hello, Maria. How are you today? Very well, Simon. How are you? Uh, I'm very well indeed, thanks. Very well. It's good to have you back on the podcast. I'm trying to remember which episode number it was that you were on last time or when it was, but clearly it wasn't a traumatic experience for you because you're here back for another one. Clearly not. We're very keen. <laughs> well, it's great to have you here. Let's talk about uh, you, you in, in your position as Director of Global Partnerships. Uh, just remind us, and for anyone who actually didn't listen to that previous episode, tell us what that actually means, would you? Back in 2015, when the head teacher came to me to say, we would like to be the front runners in our sector and start a global strategy, we looked into it and came up with a multi-pronged strategy which involves setting up global educational programs for our girls in Downhouse UK, because when we introspected, we thought before we start our global presence across the globe, we need to be mindful of the fact that our girls and staff are truly global in their outlook. So we started off with the Global Schools Exchange Programme, the Global Internships Programme and the staff exchanges with three partner schools. Of course, the ultimate aim was to spread the love, the love of our educational ideology and offer it to students across the world. And that's where Downhouse Muscat and Downhouse Riyadh came into being. Of course, we've always had uh, our school in France for girls in uh, lower four or year eight, where they go and spend a term there. So as you can see, it's a multi-pronged approach and my remit is to oversee all of this for Downhouse. Okay, got it. Thank you for that quick summary. That's super helpful. And just remind us then where, where in the world these different schools are. So our first school opened in Muscat, Downhouse Muscat, closely followed by Downhouse Riyadh. Actually, they both were operational at the same time in September 2022. We have had a school in France for many, many years, but we sold that site and bought Chateau Sauveterre in France, where our year eight girls go and spend a term there, which is a USB for Downhouse. And of course, we had a previous episode on Sauveterre as well. And uh, I think we even spoke to some of the year eight girls who are out there at that time, which was which was an incredible episode. Very Fantastic. true. Very true. And just to add to all of that, we also started our Downhouse Global Academy, which is the online school with the same ideology of spreading the love, we believe in our unique Downhouse style of teaching and learning. And if we can extend it to more and more kids abroad, we will do anything to do that. Incredible. Maria, I'm dying to ask you more about Global Academy. I'm going to come back to you shortly on that because we've also got coming in to us from Riyadh, from Downhouse Riyadh, 
uh, Adele O'Doherty. So Adele, it's great to talk to you today. How are you today? Really well, thank you, um, Simon. It's so, so fantastic to talk to you and to my colleagues um, at Downhouse too. Now, I, again, I'm dying to find out more about what Downhouse is like in Riyadh. But actually, I'm going to ask you a question about yourself, first of all, because I understand that your background is working in girls' schools in the UK. What, why are you so passionate about girls' education? Well, yes, that you're right. I, I, for, for many years now, I've worked in, in girls' schools. And um, my belief is that um, I don't think girls and boys, um, which some people do believe, are fundamentally different in the way they think or their brains are different in some way. But I think particularly through the teenagers, I think what motivates girls is quite different from what motivates boys. And therefore, I think girls-only education enables the the staff who are working with girls to really tap into that motivation and help to get the best out of them. So really, in a nutshell, that's that's why I'm so passionate about it, because I think ultimately it gets the very best um, for, for teenage girls in particular. And then how long ago was it you took this position as principal at Downhouse Riyadh? Um, so I started when the school opened, um, so just about 18 months ago. Okay, so tell me what the school is like then. What does it actually look like? What, what What's the makeup of it? like just imagining that that I've never been to it before just describe it to me and for the sake of anyone else that's never been there. Yeah, well, it, it's very different from Downhouse in the UK for uh, for starters. We're in the middle of the desert, of course, here in Riyadh. Um, and that means that it's very sandy, it's very dry. And outs- being outside is, is very difficult for a huge part of the year. And so um, the building is huge, um, but it is one building. So whereas Downhouse in the UK is lots of very interesting buildings that have built up over the years with lots of outdoor space. Um, we are very much indoors. Um, we have, where we can, opened up a little bit of outdoor space. We're, we're having a formal opening of our mindful garden, which is on one of our balconies, um, which will give us a little um, a little taste of the outdoors. But um, yeah, it's indoors. It's over um, four stories. Um, so it, it is huge. We have uh, two basement levels um, and then we we have three floors um, and in total um, when when we reach capacity the, there is capacity for about two and a half thousand students um, so yeah it's very modern um, which I guess is really nice but again totally different from Downhouse UK which the buildings have all of this history um, and lots of kind of different styles of architecture where ours is very very modern very glass and and white walls and that kind of thing. And I guess, of course, if you're a family that's moving out from the UK or or from any other country out to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, then having that British education, I imagine, or or that British influence on the education is is going to be a great environment. Tell me about the the students that you have there. Where do they come from in the world? Or or do many of them come from Saudi Arabia itself? Many do come from Saudi Arabia. Um, There has been quite a tradition um, here that um, American curriculum schools were for for a long time very popular Um, but British education and particularly as more Saudi families are themselves going to the UK for either their secondary education or their higher education they're really 
really appreciating um, as a society what British curriculum education can offer and, and how that really is a world-class standard. So British schools um, here, they're, they're few and far between in, in Riyadh, which is great for us because we're offering something uh, actually unique in the fact that we offer girls-only education in our senior section. Um, but we do have a, a mixture. I mean, Riyadh itself is becoming a real centre hub for many, many global organisations, bringing headquarters here. I mean, it's changing rapidly. Even since I arrived 18 months ago, there are many, many more organisations with headquarters here. And that, of course, means expat families from the UK, from actually all over the world. Um, and yes, they're, they're looking for that equivalent education. And so that has been really interesting for us. Our admissions have changed since last year, where it was um, probably quite largely um, Saudi families last year. They were very excited about the British school opening up here, especially one that's got the prestigious name of Down House and the, the familiarity of that. Um, but increasingly this academic year, we're really seeing um, many more British families um, who now have got the choice. Uh, I think before we opened and one or two other British schools, I think families of uh, people who maybe had got a job here, their families would likely stay back in the UK because there wasn't the offer of schooling. So now they know there are options. Um, the families are traveling more, which is great for the families. Um, and it's, it's brilliant for our community too. So it keeps the families together and it, it gives, the, give, gives the students who come to the school a real international feel there. Now, I'm aware that sometimes you have a, a school group with schools around the world where that the schools outside of the UK are largely just taking the name, but they, they're, they're kind of quite disconnected from the schools in the UK. The very fact that you're here on this podcast with Downhouse in the UK indicates that that's not the case here. Tell us a little bit about what that connection is between Downhouse in Riyadh and Downhouse in the UK. What does it actually look like? How do you support each other? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and actually something that that connection, which I really felt when I was um, talking about the, this role um, with particularly Mrs. McKendrick and, and the team, um, I really felt that this was a genuine partnership. Um, and, and this school and Muscat would be very much connected to Downhouse in the UK. And, and I'm really delighted it has, has proved that way. Um, I regularly have um, online call with Mrs. McKendrick and, you know, we talk about all sorts of things, you know, what it's like over here, what it's like there, how we can um, make the most of our connections with each other. And, and most recently, we were talking about connecting up our staff, for example. So um, our head of HR here um, has been connected with the head of HR in, in Dan House. So not just our teachers, because those connections have been built too. But HR is very different here. Um, and of course, we run like a British school. So there are all sorts of things um, which we need to be similar. So having that connection with our Saudi head of HR um, is so valuable for her. That learning between the two schools is, um, is absolutely fantastic. Also, our head of sixth form has a really strong connection um, to Dan House in the UK too. And that's been really helpful because um, unlike a lot of schools, 
schools, we've opened pretty much all year groups. Um, in, in fact, this year we opened our sixth form, um, you know, fully. And um, so that's our first year of running a sixth form. So you can imagine there's all sorts of questions about how to apply to UK universities from here and how to apply to universities here. But the higher ed department, the futures department at Downhouse UK have been so, so helpful. And I know that, that they want to continue that to give this advice um, to our students about how to apply and when to apply. So, I mean, those partnerships are very helpful on, on a sort of useful level, but also just that sharing of ideas, like, for example, you know, relatively simple things like how will we share our house point system? Our houses here are named after the senior houses um, in Danhouse UK. So we want to connect that up and count that house points together and and really get that competition that's going uh, between the schools as well so so many so many connections and we're just so grateful that the staff there in the UK really really want to support us and it it is a real genuine connection. Thank you Adele and I, I second that indeed our entire staff body and student body uh, from day one have been very keen to support our new sister school in Riyadh as you saw when you visited us Adele and had lunch with some of our global ambassadors they were ever so keen to ask how could they contribute so that spirit has always been there just to add to what uh, um, Adele has so uh, beautifully um, uh, outlined the aim is to support our sister schools in every way possible so that they can start developing the downhouse DNA as soon as possible. Of course, it's very easy to say the phrase developing a downhouse DNA, but it takes time. So right from onboarding senior staff, Adele spent some time with us here at Downhouse UK. Uh, we invited Sadia, who is now their head of sixth form, who came here and spent a few days uh, shadowing staff, especially the head of sixth form, the pastoral head, etc., to find out what makes the girls take care? How do we manage their academic and pastoral profiles? So Adele mentioned HR. So in many ways, we are helping Danhaz Riyadh uh, not only set itself up, but, you know, start developing the Danhaz DNA. The girls' house point system has been uh, mentioned by um, Adele. Uh, what I would like to add to that is that on an academic level as well, we at the moment we are running two collaborations between the head of science at Downhouse UK and head of science at Downhouse Riyadh and head of English at Downhouse UK and head of English at Downhouse Riyadh. And they're collaborating on very different aspects of teaching and learning. Nonetheless, both sides are sharing good practice. So it's not just Downhouse Riyadh benefiting from it. It is also uh, our own departments here at Downhouse UK that are benefiting from collaborating with their academic staff. So as you can tell, there are so many different ways, but I'm sure, Simon, you have questions about um, the internships where our girls will talk about it and you will see how Downhouse Riyadh and Downhouse UK collaborated on that aspect as well. Absolutely right. Thank you for that, Maria. And thank you, Adele. But Adele, don't go anywhere because we're going to come back to you shortly. But first of all, Molly and Ruby, you're both in Upper Sixth at Downhouse in the UK, but you were part of the Global Internship Programme 
uh, which sounds to me like an amazing opportunity. Uh, now, you, first of all, you did this when you were in Lower Sixth, is that right? Yes, it was Lower Sixth. Okay, so that would have been, what, last year? So I'm guessing, what, seven, eight months ago, something like that. First of all, tell us, what was it like, first of all, to do that? It was just such an amazing opportunity to be able to be immersed in a culture that's so different to the one that we're in at the moment. And we were really able to gain a true understanding of this because we were put in host families with some of the um, girls at Downhouse Riyadh. So we were able to really gain a true insight into their lifestyle and how they went about their day-to-day basis. Gosh, okay. And is this something which is open to all pupils that are in lower sixth? Yeah, it's everyone. So the processes you do um you apply to it and then you have interviews and uh you get fitted for the right internship for you but there's there's a massive choice of um different internships that you can go on so it's really really interesting gosh okay so molly and ruby how did it feel then before you went out there what did, did you have a level of sort of apprehension or, or anything like that yeah i think we were both super super excited we got um briefed um a couple of times and we got connected um to the downhouse girls in Riyadh that were going to be our buddies so it was more excitement because we got to know them a bit first online we were speaking a bit and then when we met them at the airport it was really it really sunk in it was really exciting and the buddies that you met up with are they in the same year group as you they were in the year below us yeah academic year below us um but they came uh, to Downhouse UK first um for a couple of weeks so that's where we really got to meet them and we really became friends with them um so it was all made a bit easier when we actually went to Riyadh and what do you feel like you learned while you were out there how did it change you as people obviously you gain a much um more deeper insight into different cultures um but also we um did lots of projects with some of the management team and we did lots of almost work experience um with the different teams at Downhouse Riyadh so that really helped us in understanding how the world of work really really works and it was very useful for for the future definitely and how important do you think it is that we experience different cultures from different countries all around the world yeah well I think it's really important and I think I'd never been to Saudi Arabia before and it was a really really beautiful country and yeah the culture was really interesting and really different and it, it is really important for the wider world because you never know which situations you're going to end up in and which opportunities you're going to get. So it was really, really helpful. And do you think it's influenced at all what you might do after you leave Downhouse at the end of this academic year? Yeah, I think so. I, 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 I'm going to do business at university, hopefully. And going over to Downhouse Riyadh was a really, really great experience for that because we were learning all about HR and onboarding and offboarding and how the school runs as a business so it was genuinely really really interesting and really relevant to me. And just for the audience listening to this right now just tell us which A-levels you're doing there right now. Um, I do business, geography and photography Um, and I do English, French and psychology. Excellent. Well, thank you for that, uh, Molly and Ruby. Let's just jump back to uh, Mrs. O'Doherty for a second. Adele, great to hear this and fantastic that both of these pupils had such a good time uh, at the school in Riyadh, mixing with with the students that you have over there. Um, Tell me a little bit more about the country or the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, because I'm thinking that sometimes people feel like it's a hostile place for women. But tell me what your experience is of it. Yeah, that's a a very good point. I I would say that before I came here, having actually never never been to any part of the Middle East before, um, so it was a a big change coming to to work here and live here. And I I think some of the the views or um, feelings perhaps 
perhaps sometimes not backed up by knowledge that people can have in some of the Western countries it is that it is a relatively hostile place, that women are somewhat repressed and, and these kinds of feelings. But I came with a very open mind or I wouldn't have come at all. And honestly, it is the most welcoming and friendly um, and beautiful place. It, it really is. And um, in the school, we, we have both Western staff, but we also have a significant number of um, Saudi or other um, Arabic countries stuff stuff from those areas um and yes a lot of them will wear um the hijab the niqab that kind of thing they will be married um and yes it's a different lifestyle but they choose that because you know it's not compulsory anymore to wear any particular um item of clothing um you know women can drive they they can go where they want to when they want to but there is a choice sometimes to be more modest and that is very much a um an islamic culture um, thing and I, I speak a lot because I'm really really fascinated by both the language um, and the culture here so I speak a lot to my colleagues to try and understand you know what their feelings are about how the country's opening up and changing and you know it's very positive um, and Interestingly, the, the views on um, all sorts of situations, whether it's political situations or um, the, the way the government and the royal family are here or generally the, you know, how women are in society, um, are fascinating to listen to from, from my colleagues. They really are um, very open, very um, quite powerful in many ways the the women i speak to they can be they're very keen on sharing their own opinion then they're, they're not repressed at all i mean in any country there's going to be a section of society that is you know maybe treated badly and so on so it's no different from anywhere else but my experience here is just fantastic. That's such a pertinent question you've asked, Simon. I'm glad you did, because I think there is a debate to be had on this. Our thoughts were very similar uh, because we in the West are media led. We we are apprehensive. We are worried. We are not sure. We're tentative. However, uh, when this opportunity came up to open a downhouse in Riyadh and we were discussing it at a, a leadership team level, uh, we concluded that the only way to bond with societies is through education. And what better than to educate the girl child? You know, we at Downhouse, we believe in educating girls. And in the Gulf, they say that if you educate the girl child, you educate the family. And once you're educating families, you're educating the society. You're helping the society to bond and to grow. So to spread the downhouse style of teaching and learning in a country like Saudi Arabia, we had to jump at that chance. And I'm asked this question repeatedly at various business development meetings where other schools ask us as to how did we convince ourselves and our board of governors. It was very easy because what we are spreading is spreading education. What better way to to bond with a society? And I concur with what Adele has just said. Um, it's one of the most welcoming places where women have a voice and have a role to play. And that is what they're doing by working at Down Hazriyad. As Adele said, a lot of their staff are from Saudi Arabia and other Arabic countries. And just to add to that, when we started this initiative of, of internships, we weren't sure whether Down Hazriyad could be a part of 
our program. Obviously, our girls travel to America and Germany and Zambia and Australia, but being um, single girls, unmarried, without their parents, we were not too sure. But we put in a petition with the government and the immigration department, and lo and behold, I think we made history Adele, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, we did in terms of them traveling alone. Yeah. By sending two 17-year-old single girls without their parents for the first time entering Saudi Arabia. So here we go. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I love all of this. It's great to hear about uh, Downhouse in Riyadh. It's great to hear about the Global Internship Programme. I'm keeping an eye on time because we do need to bring this episode to a close. But Maria, first of all, thank you for being here. It's been great hearing from you. Pleasure. Pleasure, always. Adele, great to hear from you in Riyadh. Amazing that we got this fantastic technology. We can all have this conversation together. But thank you for your time here today. Absolute pleasure. Always really happy to change views on, on Saudi Arabia where I can and education here. And Molly and Ruby, great to hear from you both as well. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having us as well. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.